welcome to episode 47 of the Nonsense Review. I'm your host as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick. I'm going to say Happy New Year again because I've done it twice already. Hello everybody. Today we're going to be watching a Netflix exclusive, or no, it might not actually be a Netflix exclusive, or rather original, they like to claim, but sometimes they've just paid for it, and it's a weird thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just one little precursor, as I was explaining to Rick before we started the podcast, I feel like shit today, so if my voice drops, or if I cough a bit, and I don't catch it in the editing, I can only (laughs) apologise. That's the deal there. So before we actually get onto the bulk of our review, those of you who are new to the podcast, what Rick and I like to do is we like to talk about the, our, our weeks, what we've done during the week, as well as things going on in the wide, wide world. So to that end, Rick, how's your week been, buddy? Well, out in the wide world, we see that Uncle Boris has finally apologised for one count of being a dick and left all the other ones out on the table. Except it wasn't really an apology. His apology is, I'm sorry, I didn't realise it was a party. Oh boy! When he invited a hundred, he invited like 300 people than 100 games. I haven't got a clue. What he said is, is he was thanking 10 Downing Street staff and he didn't realise that might be misconstrued as a party. He, 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 he should have, you know, told everybody to disperse. That's my Boris impression because I can't do Boris. Man's a fucking knobhead. Yeah, yeah. I liked him more when he could be a knobhead on a small scale behind closed doors and not have everyone looking at him all the time, you know, when he was just a pretty much, pretty much a nobody. Like, the thing that blew my mind was when South Park took the piss out of him. (laughs) And that was like five years ago because he was the foreign minister. Oh, yeah. When he was the guy that did all the anti-Brexit, oh, sorry, pro-Brexit, anti-EU campaigning, and then they made him the foreign minister to the EU. (laughs) Well, don't forget, our European representative for the last couple of years has been fucking Farage. Yeah. But then, on a more personal note, I bought the Zelda Musou game, the second one, a few months ago, and I finally got stuck into it, and now I've got a decent roster of characters, and the world has opened up, and it's feeling really neat. Well, I'll ask some questions, even though I'm not invested. How big is the roster? A bit bigger than what I've got. I've got, like, eight or nine characters, which means for a four-person mission, you've always got a bit of choice. The actual roster is, I think, maybe 30. Okay, okay. It's nowhere near massive by Musou standards, but I think most of them are actually pretty unique. It's one of those weird ones where, well, you're saying that, like, even from Dynasty Warriors 4, the the roster was, like, 54 officers. We're up to, like, 100 and something now, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I'll say it again. Creating 100-plus unique movesets is hard. I'll acknowledge this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So people inevitably end up doubling up. Yeah, yeah. I've not seen any clones yet, yeah. At which point, you've, you've not got unique characters, you've just got fucking palette swaps, which is fine in its own way, but you shouldn't be advertising X amount of officers when really you've got 50, but twice. Yeah, sometimes they mix up the clones, so like you might have a different effect on something, you might have a different special, well, specials don't mean anything, because they're just, you do the animation, you do the cool thing, you do the damage, but like, I'm going to call it XXY, because I'm most used to Xbox controllers for some reason, but I think it's technically... YYX on the Nintendo Switch because they move the buttons around for some fucking reason and yeah that having a different animation and a different set of effects but yeah that's pretty much it for me and my week I've been incredibly boring oh yeah one other thing if I did moan about my my mum being ill she's now better we don't know what was wrong with her we don't know how she's got better but we're now happy but yeah how has your week been? Persona 5 Strikers is free with PlayStation Plus so I finally started playing that oh yes the other Musou of a game that some people like I've not bought it yet as in not bought it for free on PlayStation but I will do soon hopefully it's good because I've heard things that people that have played 
played it have liked, even people that don't really like Musos. I've played it for about an hour and a bit. The story is interesting. It follows off from Persona 5. It's not got any royal connections because I don't fucking know why they made that decision, but whatever. Yeah, they announced them the same day. <laughs> It's okay. The, the plot beats are good, which is the main thing. Makoto and Haru are now in college, so they're legal for you weirdos who like to fap to Persona characters. Okay. <laughs> You're not, though. I'm fucking all about Karakami, and you know this. <laughs> yeah. The first thing I did when I was given control is, I wonder if they've got the other confidants who aren't on the Phantom Thieves team in the game. So, the very first time you can actually get to control Joker again, you're in uh, Zhongganyaya. And it's like, go to the Blanc. And I'm like, okay, but Ties is right there, so I'm going to see if I can speak to her quick. I went to her place, and it was like, uh, Mona told me off and said, oh, she's probably busy, come back later. So I'm like, okay, cool. I hope the other confidants come back, because I'm quite fond of some of the more adult characters. Yeah, I hope they do actually come back later. Because it's one of those that, even if they're not really talkable toable, a lot of them do end up as merchants, because they like to split up what you can buy from each each little merchant. So Taitakemi being the med- medicine merchant, and the ex-Yakuza, guy being your gun merchant all that stuff yeah the new character sophie is great she's adorable mm. the gameplay is weird because you run through a dun- well they're not palaces no more apparently they're called jails for some reason but whatever but they're palaces yeah 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 you run through a zone and then you go into an encounter and that encounter is a mini muso segment so you, you haven't actually got a massive map full of enemies you've got a massive empty map and then when you trigger enemies there's loads of enemies in the room fair enough it's a bit different i don't know how boss fights are going to work it's going to be very probably very interesting I fought the first one, which was just a bicorn, and it took it, it was just long. Yeah, yeah, it is until you can reliably. Um, well, I don't, I don't know if it's the same in that one, but in in Hyrule, like you've got a break meter, and once you break someone, you can do a, like a semi finisher on jobbers. It kills them, but on bosses, it takes like a third of the health bar. Yeah, it's pretty similar because Persona's still got the weakness mechanics. So yeah, if you use Thunder on something weak to Thunder, it goes prone, as it were. Mm. Doesn't work like that on bosses. A boss has like three shield meters that you got to pop through, and it's it's annoying <laughs> but yes moving on to the wild wild world I need to say this this is going to become a weekly segment this is not a wrestling podcast but WWE is continuing to be assholes. okay I wasn't actually aware of this but another smaller wrestling federation known as MLW Major League Wrestling has filed a lawsuit against WWE because WWE has been using strong arm bully tactics on services that MLW has tried to make agreements with aka streaming sites Okay. So in order for a, a company to grow, they need to have access to these platforms. However, a top, this is all allegedly, by the way, a top WWE executive uh, had a meeting with, I can't remember this streaming service's name, so I apologize, where he said, oh, uh, we'd be quite irritated if you were to uh, accept this onto your platform. So yeah, MLW is quite clearly fucking trying to sue the fuck out of them for trying to have a monopoly on wrestling. Which, mm. it's WWE, it's not news to them, that's all they've ever done. Yeah, yeah. For those of you not familiar, the reason why WWE is the biggest wrestling promotion, at least in the States, back in the 80s and the 90s, there used to be a thing called the Territories, where each state would have its pretty much big promotion, and I'm not going to give you a wrestling history lesson right now. The, the way Vince McMahon actually won, as it were, was he went around and nicked all the big stars from all of the, the Territories, so why the fuck are you going to go watch fucking Bill Watts' promotion when Bill Watts' big guy now works with WWE? WF. Ooh, yeah. He was a ruthless businessman, shall we say. Mm. But yes, it's the 21st century, and now instead of uh, poaching big stars, they stop you from getting a streaming deal. But yes, Rick, what are we doing today? Today we are doing Season 1, Episode 1 of Q-Force. It's available on Netflix, and if you'd like to watch along with us, it's 3, 2, 1, and go. 
Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck this is about. Yeah, me either. It's animation, and I assume it's a queer thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Netflix brought it up on as the office-based things when when I first logged in, so I didn't even have to search for it. Netflix went, oh, you might like this, go. Goddamn, those gunshots are loud. I'm going to turn this down. I turned it down after the big N. <laughs> I already had it on half, um, I almost said health, half volume. So I was expecting it to be loud, but then gunshots and very loud. <laughs> okay, immediately setting the tone as there's a lot of death in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Casual death. Oh no, there's a bomb. I call bullshit on this. Oh boy, oh boy, yeah, okay. He's trying to disarm <laughs> the bomb while driving. Oh, okay, it's a training exercise. That was a lot of blood for that to be a training exercise. That is the worst way to arm a grenade. That does remind me a bit of Johnny Bravo. Do you remember when he bought those shitty toys? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, 2011, I suppose they would still be a threat, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're kind of still a threat now, it's just now they're in charge. I thought it was ISIS. Um, ISIS is the big threat, Taliban is still the little threat, but the Taliban are now happy to just stay in Afghanistan, because they're now in charge of Afghanistan. I bet Pakistan's happy as well. If I recall correctly, they were hiding in the in, in the borders. It was a weird one. Like they found Bin Laden, like two miles away from a Pakistani military installation. We're now getting demonetized for mentioning his name. <laughs> so it's okay. We're not monetized. We can say what we want. <laughs> oh no. It's 2011 still a case where um, it was don't ask, don't tell? I think it was. Mm. Oh boy, he misread the room, didn't he? Yep. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, everyone believes you. <laughs> Man, he looks like a potato. He does. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be true. Oh, dear. This is quite uncomfortable to start with, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, I think it's meant to be, but yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh... Oh, is it San Francisco? <laughs> so it would seem. Ah. <laughs> uh... Oh, no. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Gay roller made Jesus. Oh, West Hollywood. Never mind. I'm guessing West Hollywood is known as quite a gay location? Uh, maybe. I've I've been to Hollywood. I didn't, you know, 
I didn't go to the gay zone, as it were. Oh, fair enough. Well, not intentionally. I might have gone through it. I don't like the generic fucking, um... Uh, the generic text and message tones I got on the phone, because it's making me go, what, where, where, where's my phone? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Even mm-hmm. though I don't have generic <laughs> shit on my phone. <laughs> Yo, this dude's strong as shit. Yeah, he is. Is that just for coffee? So it would seem. Jesus. Pretty cool, though. I'm guessing they're nudists. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's always European people, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's always over 60s. Like, if you see that a hotel that you're in has a nudist, a nudist zone... You try and get a peek when you're a kid, and yeah, it's always some 63-year-old man. I don't think I've ever been to a place that is nudist-friendly. Okay, um, it wasn't super nudist-friendly, but it had a nudist area that was walled off. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying, I'm just saying I've never been somewhere that even has that. But if you went to the other side of the hotel, you could just look over. Fair enough, I guess. Oh, you just fucked up her lipstick. His lipstick? It's hard to tell. Yep, 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 yep. Well, at least he's somewhat cheerful, despite his shit posting. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be a spy, that is probably a very good vehicle to use. Mm. Then you got fucking Archer who drives around, drives around in a Mustang. It's actually a really neat idea. Like, the one way to not get your spy car nicked is to make it look shit on the outside. Yep. I'll assume that's a, I assume that's a funny joke. Yep, yep. That's actually, I do like that nickname though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So this is going to be Twink. What a fucking nickname. So Twink, the Master of Disguise. So they're the face. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Bit of a limp fart, innit? Yeah. <laughs> I like how he's got this super crack team of, uh, of geniuses, and his, his feat is, I can jump slightly higher because I'm big buff burly man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's one of those things that's actually difficult to do the more buff you get. Sure. 
That makes no sense. The paper was already here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great gag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh. Sorry for the silence, it's just going to be plot right now. It's plot and it's sad. You can tell because the sad music is playing. Yeah. It's all about fucking, you know, making an actual living, bro. Mm, mm. Is that a tattoo on her wrist, or was it a bracelet? Uh, I think it's a tattoo in the shape of a bracelet. Oh, don't do that, you'll end up bald. <laughs> yeah, that's how that goes. Why? How? Intelli-I-I design. It's also incredibly unbelievable, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Queer people, interior design, how dare! About the only person without a realistic body shape is them. Yep, yep. <laughs> it, it's, it's really odd seeing them next to um, regular-looking people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agent Twink. Like, actually living up to the name. <laughs> oh, she's got the Emmett streak. I wish you wouldn't call it that, but sure. <laughs> it's weird how, uh, how ten years can change someone's perspective, isn't it? She seemed so supportive at the beginning. Yep, yep. Is that his mum? I think it is. That is quite bad. Yeah, it's some. Sometimes the gags get too real. They've all been pretty real right now. Mm, mm. <laughs> you can totally see the grey hairs. 
What are you on about? <laughs> Unless it was stylistic. But yeah, she did look like she had a uh, a skunk stripe. Mm. <laughs> okay, so these guys have some interesting backstories, don't they? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> the integrity of our insoles. That's always That's a good a sentence. Good line. <laughs> I thought that was pretty common knowledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, that's not really their hair, though, is it? No. <laughs> Yeah, that's usually never good, is it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a lot of words to come from two words. Well, sometimes uh, foreign script ca pumps more information into a couple of characters. Yeah, I'm sure, but... Eh. Oh, no. <laughs> There's a lot of stops for because we're we're paying attention because it's sad and plot heavy, and then just ha, that's a good joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The anachronism stew as well. It takes place in like oh no, it is 2021 by now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I take that back. I was about to say he had, like, an iPhone 12, but, uh, yeah, he would. <laughs> I recognise that voice, though. Yeah, he's in everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I can't tell you what else I've heard him in. God damn. I know you're supposed to hate this character, but ah. Uh... Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm I think he's like a JK Simmons impersonator. Don't know about that. God damn it, generic ringtone, stop doing it! <laughs> That's a lot of dudes he's trying to fuck. So it would seem. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
church on that street name, perhaps? That's, that's some proper Batman twisted logic. It is. However, that is all Batman needs. How? Cartoon, I know, but how? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude, I like how um how they mentioned Ariana Grande because um I, there's a post circulating right now of someone's like three year old niece was watching Lord of the Rings with them, and uh, you know the uh, alert to the Urukai who kills Boromir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then their niece just goes, "Oh my god, they've got the same hairstyle as Ariana Grande." <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, they actually do. <laughs> I like how in certain shots they can't be asked to do the script on his tattoo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A second ago, he had no script on his tattoo. <laughs> That was quick. Mind you, I can't flirt, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also <laughs> the, uh, what, what is it, the um, stereotype that some gays are promiscuous. Yeah, I more meant the I love you bit being the bit quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that could also be a cheap trick. That's a big fucking knife. Yeah, it is. Show cam. <laughs> I've got to be honest with you. Like, the animation's pretty fucking smooth. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure anyone can relate. If you've ever been to a city, there's always at least one or two streets that don't know fuck all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that joke from fucking Dragon Ball Z abridged. Okay, so North City is to the west, South City is also to the west, and East City is to the north. Where the fuck am I? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, holy shit, it works. These are tiny wings. Who cares as long as it works? It Never mind. <laughs> okay, it does now. Batman on a budget. <laughs> very, uh, very good spy esque music. Very James Bondy. Mm, mm, mm. And I'm saying that to someone who's never watched James Bond, so I could be wrong. <laughs> Every spy cartoon from the nineties and noughties. I mean, I do watch a spy cartoon. I watched, I've watched most of Archer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watch Totally Spies. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Totally Spies is responsible for 9 out of 10 people's uh, fetish for fucking BDSM. And for everything, really. Like, they get tied up every episode. There's the episode where uh, Alex becomes a, uh, a tiger girl. <laughs> <laughs> that was the least manly scream I've ever heard. Yep, yep, yep.
And you see, you can really see why he takes it seriously, if that is the case. Mm, mm. There's a um, there's a good line in uh, Duncan Egg. Mm. A a noble woman explains to Dunk that if you're if you're a woman in this society, whenever you get in a pissing contest, you have to piss twice as hard for twice as long to get half the recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that shit is still true today, so... I'm about to gain a lot of respect for this character if, after realising that they did a good job, that she's going to start sticking up for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the thumb guy just pops up with his middle finger. Uh, that's a good line. Yeah, that is a good line. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, right, I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's put the spring back in his step. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a flame, not a flamethrower. <laughs> Actually, it might not be a flamethrower. I don't know. Oh, is he going to find love? Oh, he's already blushing. Oh. That is clearly a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, Holy fuck, good. they've been given a budget. Holy fuck. That is neat. That's fucked up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I really want to see this motherfucker get shot. He looks like the fucking bully from the bully game. A little bit. 
Well, this is not great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I really fucking hate you right now. I've liked you all the way up until mm, now. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's very <laughs> interesting that fucking Potato Man is going to be technically part of the uh, Q-Force. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I suppose they do need an antagonistic force within the group. I don't know. Or who knows, maybe he'll learn to change. I, I, I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting to enjoy this as much as I did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why are these credits so fucking loud? Yeah, they're even on like 20% and they're at full volume. It's I've just muted it. It's just music. It's fine. I don't think there's a bonus <laughs> scene. There's probably not a bonus scene because they wanted me to skip the credits, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, Titmouse. <laughs> Titmouse is one of the companies, apparently. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it's a normal animation company, apparently. I'm sure it is. It's just it's used for a lot of things, but yeah, like for anyone who doesn't live in America near the place that it's named after or whatever, like it is, it just just says tit mouse. <laughs> I, I assumed it was a type of bird because the animation uh, logo had a bird on it. Uh, well, it was a blue tit. The bird was a blue tit, and I I assume that the the mouse is a, a kind of mouse. So okay, fair enough then. Um, but yeah, I yeah, I might binge this. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, I know you don't have pajama days, but it's very much a pajama day show. If any day was going to be pajama day, it would be today where I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I legit, I legit had fever dreams last night. Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, not great. I, I couldn't feel my body, but I was awake. <sighs> I'm like, yeah. uh, I, for some reason, my brain was like, "You're not actually a human right now. You're a pile of corpses." And I don't know why my brain was telling me that. And then I couldn't move. And then I was too hot, and then I was too cold, and then I was like, I don't know what's going on. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> it was not a good day, evening, night. But yeah, what do you think of the episode? It was alright. It was a decent interplay of comedy and getting real. It made you care about, I'd say, most of the characters pretty quickly. But yeah, how about, how about you? What did you think? The cast is certainly colourful. I enjoyed pretty much everyone. Like, the people who are clearly meant to be dickheads and you're meant to hate, I really hate, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Again, that, I wasn't expecting any face turn from, I've already forgotten her name, but V, I think they called her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that was cool. I even said it during the episode, like, if this character now does a U-turn once she finds out that hey, this team is competent, she'll have gained my respect. And she did. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, I suppose we should move on to our usual wind-down. So, to that end, Rick, do you have a favourite moment? My favourite moment is, I think her name is V, as we say, just slamming her hands down on the table and telling the J.K. Simmons impersonator when he says, I don't have to listen to you, she goes, yes, you fucking do. And that was my favourite moment. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's always good to see, uh, like, it's when you're, it's when a lower, uh, lower level manager stands up to the manager of the entire company company yeah yeah <laughs> usually doesn't work out that well but hey the only reason she got well what she wanted and what she believed was 
due to the group was because she actually stuck her neck out big time. Yeah, she's gambled her entire career on something that she believes in. How about you? Do you have a favourite moment? It's a bit tough because the entire episode was very enjoyable. Yeah. The seeds of love blossoming at the end was pretty sweet, very cute. The neighbour who started to blush. It's a shame that it was a bit lampooned by the gag of it's just a lamp when it's clearly a flamethrower or at least a automatic weapon of some kind. <laughs> yeah. But we can't only focus on the positives, guys. We have to look a bit at the negatives. So, Rick, do you have a weakest link? My weakest link is positive for the, for the setup to the story, but it's also a negative for the lives of the characters. It's the whole situation where, just after coming out, he's relegated to the boonies, that he's never going to see the action that he's trained his entire life for and his entire career for, and then spends ten years doing nothing. If there's anything that's too real in this show, it's probably that. Well, one of the things is, it's kind of implied that V is also gay, because near the end there, Mary said that if she, if her identity wasn't a secret, she'd totally be a gay icon. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not even easy for her to see this shit going down, because the reason why she hasn't been suppressed in such a way is because she's kept that shit to herself. Mm-hmm. Which is sad in its own way. How about you? Do you have a weakest link? It's very much along the same veins in that the negatives of this show are too real. Yeah, yeah. But that's fine because it, it kind of helps to balance the absurdity of all the other shit that's going on. Yeah, the negatives of the show are what sets up the show. Pretty much, yeah. And like, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of people who's uh, part of the LGBT community who can probably relate to some of the things that have uh, been brought up, shall we say? Mm, mm. We'll move on to a slightly cheerier topic. Rick, MVP. I want to say V, but I'm probably going to have to give it to the Dongle Goblin. <laughs> I think her name is Sata. I didn't pay attention to her real name. Yeah, I think she's the one that did the most to uncover everything that needed to be uncovered. Like, maybe serendipitously, but, you know, that's basically her skill, and she did it very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the one that directed the team the best in the most deadpan way, which is normally one of the best ways to do so. Also, she did have that great line, didn't she, of, anyone got ideas? It's like, okay, first things first, what is your uh, definition of treason? <laughs> 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 yeah, with that line, she pretty much set herself up as my favourite character so far. But yeah, how about you? Do you have an MVP? Well, I think my favourite character's Deb, but I think that the MVP award has to go to Mary. Okay. I'll be honest with you, they've called him Mary throughout the episode. I think his real name's Mary Weather. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's shown that he is competent, to say the fucking least. Mm. The only reason he even has a team in the first place is he clearly looked outside the box to recruit people. Yeah, he's become a good leader by necessity because he's always ready to prove himself when he's finally given a mission and it just so happens that he, he never has been but he's set up a, a pretty good house of cards already with his team that like you say the recruitment was outside the box the recruitment was on point because all of them are good at what they do I think the only person he would have had assistance recruiting is Dongle Goblin but yes, I'm looking forward to seeing more. And I really hope that Potato Man learns to be more tolerant, shall we say? Shall we say? Shall we, shall we say? Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's also gay and has been masking it his entire life. I don't think he is. I think he's just one of them fucking jock bully pricks. But time will tell. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll see where it goes. Not on the podcast, but probably in our own times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, it's about time we wind down, guys. So to that end, I want to thank you all for watching. Do you want to let us know what you thought of the episode or give us suggestions for future episodes down the line we've got our comment section down below if you're watching on youtube if you're not watching on youtube but listening via one of our many audio platforms you can send us an email where would they send said email rick nonsense review uk at gmail.com once again that is nonsense review uk at gmail.com so yes thanks for making it this far guys all that's left to say is keep yourself safe and keep yourselves happy we'll see y'all again next week toodles and it's goodbye from me bye bye